Today, we see a landmark in history. For the first time, a sovereign nation, as recognized by the United Nations, will adopt a cryptocurrency as legal tender. It isn't the United States of America or the People's Republic of China or the Russian Federation, despite the fact that Russia has more cryptocurrency users than anywhere, it's gone the other way, or even the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland that is leading the charge, however. Instead, it's a small Central American nation with a population of around 6 million people and a GDP of just $26 billion. Of the 200-odd nations there are in the world, it ranks 149th on the rich list, with a GDP per capita of less than $4,000. I'm talking, of course, about El Salvador, where today, Bitcoin will become legal tender. Remember the date, the 7th of September, 2021. Now, legal tender is one of those phrases that gets bandied about without people really knowing what it means. And there's also quite a gulf between the official definition and what it actually means in practice. The dictionary, in this case, the Oxford English Dictionary, says legal tender means coins or banknotes that must be accepted if offered in payment of a debt. In practice, however, you can't force, say, a restaurant that only takes card payments to accept cash, or a market trader who only takes cash to accept ba bank transfers. Gold sovereigns are legal tender, but try spending them at Tesco's. In fact, I've had a, an amusing exchange with a gentleman who is on a mission to reintroduce silver into the British monetary system by stealth. And the, his means to do this is that his, at his weekly shop in Tesco's, he demands they accept silver Britannias as payment for his groceries. And uh, he did the same when trying to pay for his petrol at a BP garage, uh, refused to budge from the forecourt when they said no, and ended up getting arrested. <laughs> so even though Bitcoin becomes legal tender today in El Salvador, it doesn't mean that every shop or merchant in El Salvador will now have to accept it as payment or face arrest. In practice, it just means that Bitcoin will become a formally recognized part of the monetary system. Debts owed to creditors can now be settled in Bitcoin. You'll be able to pay your taxes in Bitcoin. And as legal tender, it also means, significantly I'd say, that Bitcoin gains will not be subject to capital gains tax. And President Nayib Bukele means business. El Salvador bought its first 200 bitcoins yesterday, he announced on Twitter. The state has spent some 200 million on rolling out hundreds of bitcoin ATMs. Citizens who sign up for the state wallet, the Chivo, which means cool, will be given $30 of bitcoin as a freebie, as an incentive. And it's going to be a huge technological leap, no doubt. And many are going to struggle with it at first. But the country is young and people tend to be quick to learn, especially when there's a profit to be had. Even a fogey such as myself is able to do things on a computer that I could not have dreamt of a decade ago. And I imagine you're the same. Now, crypto adoption sits at around 5% in El Salvador. It's not dissimilar to elsewhere in the region and around the world. And this, is, this move is going to accelerate that. There's also the fact that 
Many locals are still quite mistrustful about monetary change after the dollarization of 20 years ago. There was supposed to be eight and a half colones to a dollar, but there was a lot of rounding up went on and it resulted in a near instantaneous inflation of more than 20%. Something similar occurred on the continent when nations flipped to the euro, although not to the same extent. And there have been some protests as a result. But often when you see the protests, when the camera pulls back to reveal the full extent of these, you see they are much smaller than the news would have you believe. In any case, it's voluntary, it's not obligatory. The new tech's also likely to be buggy and no-coiner critics will leap on every perceived failure to prove their point. But my view is that this is an extraordinarily bullish move, move both for Bitcoin and for El Salvador. First, there's financial inclusion. Now, about 70% of Salvadorans still don't have a bank account, and I find that extraordinary in 2021, yet it is so. And financial exclusion is perhaps the most restrictive force on the global poor there is. It confines your ability to trade, exchange, borrow and invest and generally improve your lot to your immediate vicinity. Salvadorans all have smartphones, however, at least those who want one do. Even the poorest, there are more than 10 million mobile phone subscriptions in a country of just 6 million. An internet connection is all you need to participate in the bureaucracy-free financial system that, it is, that is Bitcoin. It is permissionless. Never mind credit scores, ID checks and physical facilities. Have you got a smartphone? Download a wallet, off you go. The international currency that is Bitcoin will open up a plethora of opportunities for people that did not previously exist. Remittance plays a huge role in El Salvador's economy. As much as 20% of GDP is sent back from those working abroad, especially in the US. And cross-border remittance is one of the areas in which crypto excels and Salvadorans should save a fortune in both fees and time. Lower fees mean more money entering the country. Workers can be paid and store wealth in a currency that is not subject to US monetary policy. And given Bitcoin's limited supply relative to US dollars, the purchasing power of their money will increase over time rather than fall. And that is an extraordinarily powerful force. The move has already brought the country a wave of positive publicity, putting a little-known nation on the international map. And even in these days of restricted movement, visitors, especially from the Bitcoin community, are on the rise. Now, tourism accounts for 11% of El Salvador GDP. That's going to go up. Residency, by the way, will cost you just three bitcoins, which is about 150,000 bucks, which is an, an attractive proposal um, for many bitcoiners, especially given the capital gains point. Investment from abroad is going to increase too. Sound money boosts investment. And re remember, location does not matter to crypto. It gravitates where legislation is favorable. The extraordinarily fast-growing and wealthy Bitcoin tech sector will invest billions. In fact, it's already started. Moves are being made to develop the country's enormous volcanic geothermal reserves as Bitcoin miners come to the country to exploit this free and almost unlimited renewable energy resource. And as Bitcoin mining finds ways to turn those geothermal resources to electricity, how else will the country benefit from this newfound cheap power? 
The crypto community specifically is supportive of pro-crypto endeavor. This whole move started as a result of a project in a small beach town with a population of just 3,000 called El Zonte. And Bitcoiners Nicholas Bertie and Michael Peterson persuaded local services from salon treatments to groceries to be paid in Bitcoin. And the project has done so well, it's being replicated at the national level. As well as the technological literacy of the people improving, the move will develop the country's digital economy, which is verging on the non-existent, reducing its dependence on the low-margin textiles industry, which represents as much as 45% of exports, as well as on coffee and sugar. And if Bitcoin goes on another of its runs, what's that going to do for the national finances of El Salvador? So that's El Salvador, but why is this move bullish for Bitcoin? Governments lack imagination. It's a rare leader who shows it. Most of the time they play it safe, they've got their little career risk, and they just copy each other. Covid showed that. Bukele has shown imagination. He's taking risks, and if or when it works for his country and El Salvador becomes the fastest growing economy in Central America, do you think its neighbours won't copy it? Panama's already lining, lining things up. Indeed, much of South and Central America cannot wait to rid itself of dollar dependence. Bitcoin is their escape. This is the beginning of the next chapter of Bitcoin's extraordinary success story. Adoption at the national level. The success won't happen overnight. Every failure will be jumped on by the no-coiner press. The Financial Times is already condemning it. But it will be on the wrong side of that argument, as it has been on the wrong side of every Bitcoin argument. The World Bank, the International Monetary Fund and the financial establishment are going to hate it because Bitcoin obviates them. But in time, this move will give El Salvador and its people extraordinary economic freedom. The ability to spend and save in a money beyond government control. Vamos, El Salvador. Thanks very much for watching. Please subscribe to my channel and I'll be back with another video very soon. Till then, cheerio.